Well, I mean, obviously, uh, with you this season, the tight end being utilized more in the offense. Hey, can you believe this? No, <laughs> no, it was ridiculous. Why would you want to talk to him? Want to talk to him? Why would you want to talk to him? I don't know. I heard he's he pretty good. Have any, no, no. <laughs> Ten push-ups. That word is banned. Man. I mean, come on, man. Oh, he's either good or you're great. Jaguars crap in here. Like, geez, well, wow. that's okay. That's okay with me. Yeah, but. see, that's all right. So getting utilized more, you know, in the offense. I mean, we've we've seen the tight end here before. We know that you're utilizing blocking, but mm -hmm. to be out there and be in the passing game, just what it's meant to you to kind of earn that keep. Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously the coaches trust me uh, having the ball in my hands, which has been huge. Uh, so I've been trying to build that trust for two two years since I've been here. So it means a lot, uh, you know. You can make plays in the run game, and you can really change the game there. But obviously, with the ball in your hands, you got an opportunity to, to make people miss and you know do make everything happen yourself. So that's been big for me. We know that the offensive line has gone through some changes this year, and some new guys coming in, either by transfer or redshirt freshmen coming in. Just what you can say about you know trying to be that extra help to the offensive line and, and trying to you know obviously block and still create those opportunities. Yeah, I mean I'm just communication wise too. I've been here for a couple of years, so with the new guys in there, Ryan and. Um, you know, Carlos just big communicating and letting him know like different looks we're about to see throughout the week. So, I mean, it's a process. Carlos is going to be here for, for a couple of years. So getting getting that connection going early has been huge. Now, coach was just talking about 10 push-ups. If you say pretty good, is that actually a yeah, rule here? So you're that, either good or you're not? That's a, yeah, that's a rule. There's no PG. That's what we call <laughs> it. That's a bad word up here. So uh, he, he says that that's a, that's a great way to de describe things. It's pretty good. There's no such thing as that. You're either good or you're not. You're either great or you're, you're not. You know what I mean? But there's no, there's no pretty good. That's, there's, there's a lot of gray in that statement. So to to be in this situation, where do you think the team is at right now? If PG is not a word that's utilized, where is this team right now, in your opinion? Uh, I think we're searching right now, and I think you know we've had we had a really really good week of practice, and you know everyone across the country is telling us we're not good, and we're we're this and we're that, and you know I think the guys in, inside this building don't haven't listened to any of that, and we're just focused on going to work every week and, and getting better. Is what we do. I mean, I know we got we got playmakers here. We got guys who can play football. It's just about putting it all together, and, and we're we're on our way to do that. Last season, you come into the season. There's no expectations from the outside looking in. This season, because of the ten and three season, there's a lot of expectation, and then that expectation falls off. And now, like you said, there's criticism. How has the team navigated through the fact that there was? No expectation. Then there's high expectation from the outside, and now the outside's, you know, obviously having a, a negative opinion. How do you handle all that? I mean, I, I told a couple guys with the uh, the Teddy Roosevelt speech, man in the arena. You know, all that outside noise, all these people, critics. They're, they're not the ones doing things, and they're not the ones in this building every day working with us. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters is the guys that are in this building. And like I said, I know, I know, I know who I got with me. I know who I got on my side of the ball, and I know those guys will fight every play with me. And as long as we got that and no one's giving up and no one's quitting, we're going to be all right. And There's been games where the offense gets rolling and there's games like the NC State game where, you know, there's some adversity and whatnot. How has the offense kind of navigated through that and just maybe what you can say about that side of the ball that you're on, about having some of those games where it seems to roll mm -hmm. and it seems to work and then other games where it seems like an uphill climb? Yeah, I mean, it, there's there's been points that have been frustrating throughout the season. Obviously, you guys have seen it, but like I said, it, it's, a, it's an ever-growing process. we got to just continue think about the play that's at hand and, you know, during the game when something goes wrong or being 
getting a little stagnant on offense to just forget about that and focus on the next play and the next play and the next play. And the way we play, it's, it's eventually people are going to break, you know what I mean, with the tempo and the style of play we have that, you know, the way I view it is if we can keep on pounding people and, and hitting, hitting that wall with a hammer and hitting it and hitting it and hitting it, it's going to break eventually. So. Tommy DeVito, I mean, we've seen him, you know, go through some of these positive moments and then have moments of adversity. What have you seen from him as a leader and, and what he's been able to do? I mean, he's out there for the first time ever as the starter this season, but he's been with the program for a couple of years. He's been around you. Yeah. What do you see from him as a leader? I mean, Tommy Tommy always keeps his poise, you know, even even when things aren't going his way. He's still calm, under control, um, and just, just trying to get us, keep us together. And that's his job as a quarterback, obviously. He... He, he's the thing that puts everything in motion. So, I mean, he's had his struggles. We've all had our struggles this season uh, as a unit, individually, all that. So I think just putting our head down and keeping on working and just not, not listening to the outside noise that people are telling us because we know what we got inside this building and uh, we know we can make things happen in here. It's just a matter of, of execution and going out and doing it. Historically, it almost seems like Syracuse football excels when there's a chip on your shoulder more so than when there's a lot of positive being said and a lot of you know respect when there is the lack of respect that's where it seems like this program seems to bounce back do you have that chip on your shoulder now do you I feel mean, like this team has it? i've always played with that chip on my shoulder just personally uh just from the way how my whole football career has unveiled and everything you know i've always felt like i'm in a position to prove to prove to everyone that i belong here and that i'm good enough to play but uh we we got that now i know I, ho I hope that it didn't lead to a lot of complacency in the offseason, but I think that some people, some people brought their own press, uh, me included, that we brought our own hype. And, you know, every season's different. So we were, we were relying a lot on the 2018 team, but you know what, that, that year was gone, and this is 2019 now. And, and people, people are working just as hard as us to, um, to have a season like we did last year. So uh, I know we put the work in on the offseason. I know that everyone's well prepared and where we need to be. It's just, like I said, it's a matter of execution. You said that you came in and some other people came in and, and bought your own hype. When did that go away and, and maybe what you learned from, from Yeah, that? I don't want to say I, I bought, it, bought into that, but just, um, you know, that, that stuff is rat poison. Uh, the good, the bad, the negative, all that stuff right now with us is rat poison. What, like I said, what, what other people are saying about us, they, they're not in the building day to day. They don't know the guys who, who I'm playing with on a personal level. I mean, I spend four to five hours with these guys every single day, maybe more. I know these are my brothers, and I know, I know how they work. So, um, yeah, that's all I got to say. So for you to move forward and to see that there's half of the season left. I mean, you guys are three and three. You're at 500. You have the opportunity to dictate where you go from here with mm -hmm. another half of the year. What are you looking forward to in the second half of the season? Maybe what you learned that you can take into this part. I'm just I'm looking forward to the opportunity to go out there Friday and uh, right our wrongs. Honestly, you know, any anytime you come come off a loss, it's just for me the whole the whole week. So I step back on that field on Friday is miserable for me. And I know people say you're supposed to drop it in 24 hours, but I mean, losses, especially with me, the one like we had, those, those stay with me. So, I mean, that stuff, that has, I got, I got total sleeping at night after <laughs> stuff like that. So I think just, we know, we, all the hype is gone, all the outside noise is gone, and we know what we got inside this building. And we got, we got six games left to prove it and show people that we're not bad. And we, we got the talent and our playmakers. We're, we're not just like we got playmakers in here who can, who can get it done. So 
to get back to kind of full circle the tight end position and getting involved just what you can say about maybe how the staff started to implement that back was it always supposed to be something when you came here was it always supposed to be utilized in the passing game or is it something that maybe evolved yeah I mean we all we were always when I was recruited here I mean that's what they told me that we're gonna you're gonna block and you're gonna be a threat in the receiving game too I think uh, it's evolved a little bit this year and just the different kind of things we can do um, obviously but it's, it's still a work in progress I mean I'm not I'm not complacent I'm not happy where I'm at as a receiver right now and I think that I can do more things to, to make myself more of a, a receiving type tight end so it's still not exactly where we want it and I mean with Luke Luke coming in like we're, we're trying to keep get the position to keep on evolving and keep on evolving so they don't have to take us off the field what can you do better what are some of those things that you're looking at right now uh, you know just continuously working on my routes and uh, you know studying studying NFL guys studying college guys and you know route running it's 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 a lot of physical gifts but there's also a lot of technique and uh you got to be savvy with it, especially as a tight end, you know, because you're not going to be just as fast as some of the other guys. So just, you know, continuing to, to watch film on other people and, uh, you know, find different wrinkles in my game that are important. Who are some of those guys that you like to watch? Uh, I mean, just as a receiver-wise, uh, Keenan Allen, Stephon Diggs. But, I mean, as a tight end, uh, Tony Gonzalez, uh, Rob Gronkowski, you know, even Dallas Clark. I remember growing up, that was my favorite team, like the OA Colts, watching, watching Dallas Clark, Peyton Manning, and all them. So... Uh, model myself after guys like that, yeah. You, you're talking about Tony Gonzalez. He lived forever in the NFL. Mm -hmm. What do you like the most about how he handled his game? Well, yeah, I mean, he, he was he was a freak. His his catch radius is out of this world. If you ever watch it, I mean, they'll throw balls up to him and he'll extend his arms way outside the framework of his body and make plays. But uh, he's another guy who's just like like Coach Baber says, a priest. He's consistently good, you know. Anytime you throw him the ball, it, that's the guy you want to go to on third down. That's that's the guy you want to get touches to, and he's he's gonna, he's going to make that play. So that's 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 one thing I've taken from him. And just uh, the way he positions himself on routes, where he's able to use his big body and, and kind of box people out, and uh, like I said, extend through that catch radius and make plays. So you're in a place right now, like you said. I mean, you guys control your destiny. Mm -hmm. You got a second half of the season. You got the chip on your shoulder. You played like that. You said you played like that forever. What put that chip on your shoulder in the beginning, and how can that help you now? I mean, like I said, that that, that goes all the way back to high school when I had uh, just you know my my coaches never made me seem like I was. I was I had arrived yet, and I think that was that was one of the biggest things for my development is just keep on pushing me, keep on pushing me, no matter where you're at. You could always get better, and you can always improve in your game. And so I feel that same way right now. You know, I feel like uh, there's a lot of guys out there who who are doing things that I'm not doing right now, and I'm trying to I'm trying to beat them out. You know what I mean? Eventually get to the next level. So <clears throat> just continuing to to model myself and be be the best I can be. Luke Benson, you mentioned him, the freshman. I mean, obviously, he's gotten, you know, into the end zone. You've gotten into the end zone. What can you say about being in the room with the tight ends? That start with Luke, but maybe some of the other guys. Just what you think about the room itself? Yeah, I mean, Luke. Luke came in. He, you know, he, he's another kid who kind of plays like he's got a chip on the shoulder, and he he came in with an extremely hard work ethic. And you know, I, I'm trying to raise him the way that Coach Free kind of made made me see like this is what it takes to be successful, and and not buy into your own hype. You know what I mean? And he's had some success early on his career but I don't think he's satisfied where he's at either and he's, he's got a chance to be a really special playmaker if he keeps on working. Um, overall at the tight end room is tight ends and inside receivers. Um, it's a great group we just we, we, we've came together we realize we all got to make more plays and that's, that's me included that starts with me in the run game in the pass game but um, we haven't we haven't had enough explosive plays this year we haven't 
we haven't been enough game changers yet. So that's what we're worried about. What is it about this offense when we're talking about it's, it's gone stagnant at times? What have you learned from going back and looking at the film? What's caused the offense to have those big time moments and then have games like NC State? What, can you put your finger on anything? Uh, it, honestly, it's a, it's, it's a multitude of things and it, it starts with execution and uh, I don't want to speak on other people, but it starts with execution just for me and and you know, taking what we're giving up front, you know, we work all week, we, we look at these schemes and we get into the games and sometimes it's it's just not clicking with us up front. And um, so that, that's a huge thing is just, you know, letting the game slow down and letting the game come to us and not, not trying to, not freaking out and, and messing up a like a protection or messing up a route. Just, you know, understanding your rules and your keys and trying to take it one play at a time. It's been huge for us. Another thing I would say is when our offense gets stagnant, we get behind the sticks early, which has been tough for us. And I've said this a bunch, but in order to, to get our tempo going, we got to get first downs. We got to get that first first down. And that's been so huge with us is just being able to being able to get in front of the chains on that first first down. So and get the first first down, get the second first down so we can really get our tempo moving and we can run our offense the way it should be ran. And then coming off of NC State, uh, another thing, obviously, uh, self-inflicted wounds are the worst, minimizing penalties, just yeah. so we can say about that. Uh, I mean, yeah, we, we definitely, we, we went over that a lot this week. And, you know, we had to have a, a deep talk with, with some of the guys on us and me included, everyone on the offense. Just, we can't do that. That's shooting ourselves in the foot and we work way too hard. And the games, you know what I mean? The games are way too physical to be won and lost by something like that, by a procedural penalty or something stupid like that. So. Yeah, we, we definitely, we, we got that, I, th I hope we got that problem handled and we won't have to talk about that anymore because that was, that was certainly frustrating. How would you kind of in closing describe the Syracuse Orange football team from when you stepped in here to where you are right now? Maybe a mission statement, maybe something that really just clicks with you, something that you think about when you're in practice. Uh, where we are right now or where, what do you Like mean? where you are right now, but then maybe like an overall sense of the environment here, just what you feel, you know, embodies Syracuse. I mean, we we have something special here in Syracuse, and I think the next two years we're gonna we're gonna have an opportunity to show that. But it starts it starts right now, and uh, growth is the biggest thing for us. If I could put one word on it, it's just continue to grow and continue to get better. Uh, you know, while some teams are getting complacent and stuff like that, we got to keep on putting our head down and working and working and working and get that growth all across the board. So, yeah, I think I think growth would be the biggest word for me.